and welcome to the episode number five, I believe it is, of Prosecco and the Ponderings of a Politicized Penis. Welcome back, dear listeners. Now, you will have heard now that we are so much more professional and practiced than you have ever heard us before. This is because we recorded many, many episodes between the one that you last heard and the one you're hearing now. Unfortunately, I, Dante, deleted them all <laughs> inadvertently before they were uploaded. My apologies, greatness was sucked from us on that day. And also, all the episodes have gone. Um, <laughs> I apologize most profusely, but we are now back in service, servicing ourselves mostly because it's the middle of a pandemic. Now, I am here today with the one, the only, the Leah to my Simon, Percy. Hello, everyone. I am Percy, and I am here with Dante, the delete button to my hard work. <laughs> you don't work that hard. If we were paid by words spoken, I would definitely be the RuPaul of this show. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. But not for long anymore. Not for long. Ooh. I will take over the Prosecco penis and this podcast as well. <laughs> I have a mystery minute for Excellent. you. Let's dive right in. See, audience, listeners, we're experienced now. We know what we're doing. So out my mystery minute for you, Dante. There is finally, finally a corona vaccine Yay! being rolled out. Yes, it's, it's a joyful, joyful occasion. Um, my question for you is, please just quickly talk about that in your mystery minute. Would you rather have the whole world being vaccinated in the coming week, Ooh. magically, with that new vaccine? Or would you spend a perfect, beautiful vacation in the location of your choice with the man of your choice or dreams? Oh, that's an important question. Is it of my choice or of my dreams? <laughs> because if it's just choosing someone, I mean, Percy, you're pretty high up in the runnings because you're a fun guy to hang out with. But honestly, I want to end this pandemic. If it's the man of my dreams, then uh, getting a bit harder there. Um, okay, okay. One What's minute. getting Starting... harder in that scenario? <laughs> well, precisely. Um, so I'm assuming, just some fundamental assumptions, that you mean that the vaccinations would just roll out as they're being planned now, and I go away for a month. And so basically when I get back, most people will be vaccinated anyway. And that's a slightly overly optimistic view of it. Um, uh, I really need a holiday. <laughs> but I'm gonna say I'd get the vaccination. I'm feeling like the good person. I'm the good, the good guy for once. But I, I well, <laughs> do I get to? Keep, I am sugar. Do, do I get to keep the the dream man afterwards? Does he like fall in love with me and like then move in? If you go on that holiday, maybe. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I I, if you I, don't, I, you I, might I, never ever meet him. Oh! I'm raising, <laughs> I'm raising the bar here. Okay. Well, so fuck I it. Get you to be the asshole. Fuck it. People can get vaccinated next month. <laughs> uh, sure. 
especially in in countries that aren't in Central Europe, they will already have it next month as well. Ugh, fine. I'll go there on holiday. <laughs> do something for their <laughs> do something for their economy. Okay. So speaking of this. Uh, this is uh, a very apt uh, mystery minute for the topic that we wanted to talk about today, dear listeners. We want to talk to you about sex. Surprise! We never do that. No, sex during a pandemic. So, <clears throat> Percy, tell me, yes. how is it, sex and corona? Well, I imagine it's shit. I am... <laughs> You're part of this <laughs> pandemic too, honey. But I am in a relationship. Yeah. So yes. I don't go on dates and have sex with people I don't know wearing a face mask or like a full body condom. I don't do that. So. But you have a boyfriend. Yeah. Does it not impact your sex life having a pandemic? I think it does. <laughs> it does as it's a long distance relationship and stupid travel bans. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that sucks, definitely. Well doesn't suck that's the problem but no so yeah for the topic sex during corona in a relationship i assume nothing really changed in a long distance relationship it sucks but for someone who's notoriously single like you dante i would be way more intrigued to to hear about the nitty gritty details of corona sex with face masks (laughs) who says that that's a thing Except possibly I told you that. Yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, okay. It's been a fucking pandemic for like almost a year. Um, In times when it's not been quite so dire, I have been on dates. Um, Like I even started like seeing the same guy just before Corona started. And that went on for like a solid sort of six to eight months. So that was great. That was like regular. Um, Like when it wasn't locked down. When it was locked down, obviously... I stayed at home, uh, but otherwise just, but then it kind of fizzled out um, and we decided to be friends, which is great, but not for sex. And so, yeah, I've been on a couple of dates and, but I'm much, I mean, I've been on a lot fewer dates than I would on a normal year. Not that I'm a slur. <laughs> but um, many fewer, but I have been on a couple, but I, I kind of trying to choose the people more carefully. Like I'm a bit more, but I have, I have had one sex date and I found him a little bit suspicious. I mean, not suspicious, but I didn't think it was worth like going on a proper date with him. So I just insisted that we both wore masks <laughs> and kept our distance. <laughs> Isn't that really bad? Mm, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not doing that again. It was not a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, <laughs> I, I would say this could be the time to get creative, like work out how to have sex while keeping a, a meter and a half distance. Or um, I don't know, experiment with masks. I mean, yeah, I just had like a normal face mask on, but like go for the full like puppy dog mask or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. It's it's definitely a bummer, um, and I have your like homemade glory hole situation with a little wall between you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's definitely the thing. <laughs> um, but it could be like a see-through wall, couldn't it? Just like you yeah. get a supermarket. <laughs> um, so you can still see each other. It's it's very romantic. Good. I mean, <laughs> romantic is not. <laughs> um, 
but yes. Yeah, but I mean, life, I mean, oh my gosh, the dating, I mean, you obviously don't know because you're in a mono monogamous relationship, but the dating apps are just like, they're full of crazy people being like, yeah, do you want to hook up? And I'm like, it's a pandemic. <laughs> I'm like, no. We do not know. And, and they're like, uh, I'm not going to let it get me down. <laughs> That's not how a pandemic works. It's not about whether you're feeling it or not. It's not, you don't get corona because you're down or because you're in a good mood. You get corona because you get breathed on by someone um, and or coughed at <clears throat> or kissed by. And, and people don't seem to get that or they don't care. No, I did check. They, they don't care. Corona doesn't exist. That's like, well, and block. Um, <laughs> I mean, it just so easy. Before that, he seemed pretty nice. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, not going to waste my time on that. But yes, it's definitely impacted my dating life. I'm meeting a lot less people and I'm having a lot less sex. Um, and you have a lot more troubles to justify your dating life to annoying friends like me who keep <laughs> you in check. Yeah, I mean, there's only one person who asks me annoyingly, um, but to be fair, yeah, I mean, I, like, it's not been a lot of dates, but you're quite right. I have been on a couple of dates when I didn't need to. It wasn't like strictly necessary. Um, and like one or two of them have been worthwhile. It really, I mean, you really do question your dating choices during a pandemic, even more than normal. Um, Was it really worth <laughs> risking everything? Apparently though, other like alternatives uh, are coming up, like online sex, which I'm sure you've done with your boyfriend, have you? Well, <laughs> it's a long distance relationship. Is that even a question? Okay, so tell me more. I'm intrigued, how does it work? Well, there are cameras mm -hmm. and conference apps like Zoom or FaceTime or Skype. <laughs> Please don't do Zoom, or at least make sure people need a password. Otherwise, they're like, it's just be like your mum popping in from the Christmas Zoom, being like, "I just wanted to ask you." Oh my god! Ooh, hello. Um. Okay. Well, that's 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 just the long distance relationship sex version of having sex outside. That whole risk of maybe being seen or caught. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, that's great. And so do you like to do dirty talk as well? Or is it just like literally just like as if you're watching a porn film, just the guys just wearing sweatpants <laughs> as your boyfriend? <laughs> Mostly the latter. I'm also terrible at dirty talk. I have to admit that I am I am I am the worst, probably. I'm just like, um, uh Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a uh, skin. Yeah. Wow. Super. And that's, that's my idea of dirty talk. So oh, really bad at it. But yeah. Well, what can you do? Well, practice. Go on OnlyFans. Apparently there are loads of people on there selling their bodies for cash. Um, not me. No. Uh, yeah. Percy's pointing at me. I'm, I'm flattered. Why, yes, I have lost about, well, I don't know, a lot. 20 kilos uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. That's 42 pounds for those who think that way. Uh, so yes, I'm looking better, but I'm also old or thereabouts. Uh, <laughs> Plus minus five. Just to um, maintain my anonymity. Let's say I'm 31. Um, <laughs> I don't think people want to see me on OnlyFans. Although, oh my gosh, this was the funniest story. So. 
I went on um, a date a while ago uh, with a guy <laughs> and we got on really well. It was really nice. So we went on a second date and I was telling my friend that uh, about this guy and I, I said, well, there's like, there's just like one thing. He's just coming out of like a really long-term relationship. And she's like, oh, bummer. Um, and I was like, and they actually, they, um, but his, his ex-partner just moved out. She's like, oh, so they only just split up. I was like, no, they split up about six months ago, but they were just living together. And I, <laughs> I, I was, I mean, there are lots of reasons I think why that could, could be that. And she's like, oh, do they have a joint OnlyFans account? <laughs> That's the first thing you think of. It's of course the first thing you would think of. It's not because of, I don't know, like money or unable to find a flat or maybe already a planned move because of a new job. Everyone's just waiting for it. So many reasons. No, it's the joint only fans. It like, has to be. No, honey, he's my age. And his partner is as well, ex-partner. Like, I'm honest. I mean, he's very good looking, but I... I don't think that people who are like successful mid-career people or early career people are on OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> who knows? Maybe. Maybe. I know. Yeah, and I thought that was funny. But um, okay. It, so, is one, it is one of your funnier date stories. <laughs> that's true. On the cam sex situation thing, yes. <laughs> I would like to know how sexually i think i i don't want to know but i do know that our listeners on there on a scale of zero to ten how sexually frustrated would you say you are now given the whole pandemic given the whole pandemic and a long distance relationship i'd say i'm at like a nine out of ten <laughs> wow okay <laughs> that's a normal day now imagine your chicken of a boyfriend calls you after this call and because we're socially distancing and we're doing this via the web listeners um if you got a call after that Helpful was it really to alleviating those frustrations? What level of horniness will you be then? It depends. It depends. Okay. I was assuming you'd be saying like an eight. Like it's just not that satisfying. It is not, no. Sometimes it's more satisfying than other times though, but <laughs> when, you know when when the lighting gets you in that in that mood. <laughs> yeah. When the camera has that nice sweet angle with a little bit of shakiness, or, or yeah, no, um, no. Some sometimes you, I don't know, you just turn off your head and just enjoy what's happening, even though it's it's online. And sometimes it's just not satisfying at all. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. But yeah. Is sex always better than nothing? <laughs> like, I definitely venture no. But I mean, he's your boyfriend. So obviously, I mean, there's some chemistry there. <laughs> um, obvo. Um, can't believe I just said obvo. Uh, anyway, <laughs> this is Dante getting in his knickers in a twist. Um, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, lucky you. Anyway, when was the last time you had sex? It was like months ago, wasn't it? What was yeah. It? The last time I was with you was October. Oh my god, that's October. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had sex since then. Oh well, because you're a dirty whore. You're, you're yeah. No, 
how am I a dirty whore? Because I've had you're the male Michelle Visage. I've had sex since last October. That's months ago. That doesn't make me a whore, <laughs> bitch. Anyway, stop shaming me. Slut shaming me. I'm not slut shaming you. I'm spilling the tea. Yes. Well, I think that I'm just very unlucky because I just haven't met the dream guy who I was supposed to go on holiday with, which I didn't so that everyone could get a vaccination. <laughs> Apparently. Mm. Yes. I I mean, I, I mean, so, you know, and I'm sure our listeners know this as well, that Tinder is completely normal and everyone does it and online dating and it's yes. like this thing. But like a couple of years ago, people like straight people were still like a little bit nervous about it <laughs> in a very cute kind of way. They're like, oh, I'm on Tinder now. I like I've been doing this for like 16 years. <laughs> like I, feel that I, I was doing online dating before smartphones existed. I, I still have five fake email accounts <laughs> just from my online dating experience as a teenager. Oh, exactly. It's just like, I mean, yes, this did exist before smartphones. It was called a website <laughs> and Fora. And I, I, I don't know. So, but the thing with online dating, though, is I feel that you're, one is much quicker to ask someone out on a date than you are in real life, right? Like in real life, you, you don't sort of ask someone to go on a date every two days. I mean, maybe, I, but that's not me. I don't think I've yeah. ever asked anyone in real life. Have I? Maybe, maybe once or twice. Um, but online dating is so easy. So I've been, and it's just like you just meet for coffee and then it just yeah. it, it takes away the insecurity, does the other person want this or not? Because if they're on that website or in that app, they want it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be there. Exactly. But it also means that I have been on a date or two in my life. I have no idea how many. <laughs> Literally no idea. It could be hundreds. Uh, anyway. <laughs> it could also be very well thousands, but uh, sure, let's go with hundreds. Why not? Let's say 999, just so you're below that threshold. No, I don't think it would be in the thousands, but it might be. I mean, this is not sex, right? This is just having dates and just saying. Uh, just, yeah. just for clarification purposes. <laughs> and, and only 50% of those times ended in sex. No! <laughs> what a ridiculous number you're plugging out to the air. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I've been on a fair few dates. Um, honestly, I would like to say that Corona is the worst time for dating. But I, when I think back to some of the dates I've been on, that's just not true. Like being able to meet someone in a bar, it just, I mean, you can't run away. Like going for a walk in fresh air with someone to get to know them. Now, at least you can say like, oh, it looks like rain. I better be going. Um, which <laughs> <laughs> a clear day of sunshine. <laughs> it it oh, looks I like a hurricane. I can. <laughs> I can feel it. The weather is turning. <laughs> no storm is on its way. Exactly. Uh, what's the worst date you've ever been on? The, well, I I had one date. Um, I I forgot her name. I I think I even forgot her name while we sat in that cafe already. And, um, we had like some chemistry 
on Tinder chatting, but in person there was zero chemistry and we just stared at each other and it was like crickets. It was the cliche worst date possible. We just sit there and you're like, it's not even that it's like bad or I hate that person. It was just utter nothingness. And I even, I left coffee behind. I didn't finish my coffee. Yes, even I left my coffee behind just so that I could go early. I just stood up at some point and be like, this is clearly not working, bye, and just went. Okay, so (laughs) speaking of leaving early, I think the worst date I've had in the last year, just before, well, yeah, just over a year ago, just before the pandemic started. I went on a date. It was in an Irish pub, and it was so full. It wasn't that we were silent. We were talking a lot, but I hated him so much by the end of, I'd say, 45 minutes that I was so tempted to just not pay for my drink and just leave because I just couldn't wait to get out. But I did call the waitress over, and she took, like, 10 minutes to come and get me to pay. And I was just like, let me out of this person by the time you take your tip. Please. Why was he so annoying? Well, he, okay, so he is a sexual therapist, which you'd think super interesting. And it kind of was. And so I was like talking to him and he was like telling me all this shit. It was really interesting. And then he said something about bisexuality not being real. And I just looked at him and was like, hmm? sorry, I, I don't get you. Like, what do you mean? It's like, well, bisexuals are just people who haven't decided yet. It's like, I mean, I've heard this stereotype before, but like- You should know better. Yeah, exactly. For someone who professionally does this. I, and I was just, I was baffled. And so I just like pushed back. I was like, well, I, I obviously don't know the science behind it, but everything I have read sort of points to the fact that if anything, the amount of bisexuals is underestimated and there are more people sort of in the middle of the spectrum than there are. Um, sort of outed as bisexual and he was like adamant that this was not the case he's like no no it's just like people who haven't decided or people who are confused and also i don't know anyone like normal who's not like not a patient of his who's bisexual it's like i and i just got more and more angry and i was like i remember what? you calling me afterwards and, and ranting about him it was so bad and i i just I was like, I have multiple friends, men and women, who are bisexual. And for you to say that they, they're just confused, that's just so, oh, just made me so, I can feel it all welling up in me again. Just made me so angry. Um, and at some point he was like, are you personally like affected by this? <laughs> like affected even like, right? Like as if I was suffering from this disease. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am. I have friends who you're basically just like calling out with a psychological disorder. This is exactly what people did about homosexuality in the past. And he literally said, no, this is completely different because homosexuality is a man and a man. And I'm like, that's what bisexuality is, except it's a man and a man and a man and a woman. He's like, yes, but you can't like both. <laughs> like, you're so fucking annoying. Yeah. But what a brilliant argument. Come on. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, whew. his way with, with words is, is breathtaking. Um, <laughs> Actually, I've remembered why I didn't walk out. It was only partly because I, 
well, I was like, I can't walk out and not pay for my drink because I did that last week on a different date and I've never done it before. And this cannot become the rule. <laughs> Although the week before, it wasn't strictly speaking a date. It was, I was out with a friend. I called you after this one as well, actually in floods of tears. Uh, I was out with you a did. friend who I thought we were kind of like seeing each other. Apparently weren't because he was- like, Oh, yeah, party. yeah. And he was just making out with another guy at the bar. I was like, nice, <laughs> classy. Particularly as you're I staying remember. with me. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, I good times. Good times, good times. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. You've now been featured on our podcast. You're welcome. We're actually very good friends. And uh, he listens to our podcast and w- asked whether he could be a visitor. So here's your first taste. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> join us. <laughs> your peril. Oh, you shady little cunt. I love it. <laughs> oh. Okay. I think we're ending to the near of, nearing the end of our time. <laughs> for a second. Um, but we do have time for some audience questions. Yay! Finally! Tweet at us, at Prosecco Penis. Um, That's our Twitter handle. I knew that. Follow us on Twitter, please. We don't have any followers yet. <laughs> please! Follow us! Um, maybe we have one or two, but we don't like them. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's funny because it's true. It's us. It's us. Okay. Our first audience question comes from Dan from DC. Now, Ooh. Dan from DC wants to know whether we are circumcised or not. Wow! Cool. Oh. Good question, Dan. Um, Dan does give us a little bit more context. Dan says that he can tell that we're from Europe, Sherlock, um, and has heard that people here aren't circumcised. Yes, Dan. Um, it is correct. In the US, there is genital mutilation as common practice uh, of little boys, uh, which is not so common practice in Europe. That's my response. (laughs) That was such a diplomatic, beautifully, carefully phrased answer. Um, No, Dan, I am not circumcised. And um, I I don't want to be. (laughs) No, it desensitizes you, which I mean, it means it can last longer, but it also means it takes longer. Depends on the date if you want one or the other. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, I've talked to Americans about this before, and they're like, but hygiene, and I'm just just clean yourself. Exactly. (laughs) Just when you're showering, wash it like every other fucking body part. Like no one's like, I'm going to chop off someone's hand in case they don't wash it properly after they've been to the bathroom. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Exactly. If you're doing it for Just... religious reasons, go for it. That's that's your choice. I don't think babies should be made, have that choice taken away from them, but that's that's it. But, um, but hygiene, like if you have like some weird mutation of it, like, and you can't clean it, then okay, circumcise. But I don't believe sure. if it's If it's too tight and you have like, pains during sex or whenever then sure then sure <laughs> could you please not do any weird <laughs> gestures why i'm talking percy, percy said tight and it's it triggered me 
I had to I had to do a, the the universal sign of fisting. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, it, it's what you have to do when you hear the word tight. Uh, no, but otherwise, circumcision is a super super interesting topic. I think we could talk hours about circumcision. I mean, it's why we have New Year's at the end of December. It's because of baby Jesus circumcision. So it's interesting considering I was born in April. <laughs> uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh no. Listeners, you'll have noticed the episode we sent out last week was uh was the Christmas episode. Um a little bit late. We said we'd do it for Russian Orthodox Christmas. We could have just saved it for April. <laughs> I mean, it was super <laughs> random and sung carols at you uh in April. Damn it. Uh-huh. That would have been so pseudo witty. I love it. I mean, you said audience questions, plural. Is there anything else? We have another one. Bob Ooh. from Bristol. I'm loving it. Another, Thank you for all the alliterations. alliterations. Alan says hi and thanks for the alliterations. Um, Bob's question has less context, but um, is clear and to the point. He says, Hi guys, what are your favorite spirits? I'm afraid of no ghost. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Spirits. Ah, oh, spirits are so interesting. I mean, the ghoulishness. Uh, but I don't think that's how Bob means it. I think Bob means gin. Gin. <laughs> gin. Gin. But that's too easy, as gin is the answer and should be the answer and will always be the answer. So let's rather talk about ghosts. No, okay, we can talk about ghosts in a minute. I do need to throw a couple of other hats in the ring. Gin is clearly delicious and it's the everyday drink, right? Everyday gin tonic, you'll live till you're, I don't know, at least 40. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But also, other spirits, rum, a good rum, yum, Ooh, rhymed. A nice um, whiskey. Yeah, I'm not such a huge fan of whiskey. Although my ex's dad had really expensive whiskeys. They were pretty good, some of them. Vodka, obviously. I mean, vodka is okay to get drunk. I don't enjoy it. I don't, it's like, I don't like the taste. But it's good for day drinking. It looks like water. It doesn't have a proper smell of its own you can just pass it as if it were water so i guess so also good for day drinking aperol spritz (laughs) (laughs) bit more on the nose bit more obvious but yes i'm a classy bitch around town people expect to see me with an aperol spritz in my hand (laughs) i mean not in the mornings obviously i'd still be drinking orange juice with aperol spritz (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the mimosa of 2021. I exactly. People, you heard it here first. Ooh, we could make up our own PPPP cocktail. It's just Prosecco, bitches. Mix Prosecco with Prosecco, obviously. Oh. Put your penis in it for a while. <laughs> and any ladies out there listening, just borrow one. Go up to a random stranger. First say, Dan wants to know whether you're circumcised. Um, and then say, depending on hygiene, dunk it. Um, but you wanted to say something about ghosts. Yes. 
did. I, I did. I like ghosts. I believe in ghosts, but more importantly, I think they should believe in themselves. Oh, thank God! Did you really pull the topic back to ghosts? <laughs> we did. This we is, did. I'm so sorry. I am going to um, plead with Eddie, the editor. <laughs> Uh, to cut it. I'm kidding. Obviously, we don't have an editor for this. We're doing all this shit ourselves. Hence also me deleting five episodes prior to Christmas. Well done, Dante. Let's not talk about this. Yes. Heard it here and we're never going to speak about it again. It's been a pleasure being back with you. Um, And before we... (laughs) (laughs) Before we end, he has a stroke and can't finish oh, the sentence. No. I can't think of the word. Anyway, well, before we overring, <laughs> we're gonna Ed, Ed, you need to cut this bit. I'll try it again. It was lovely seeing you again, and well, hearing—I'm not even hearing you. You're hearing us. It's wonderful. We're brilliant. Um, join us again next episode to drink and digress. I'm Dante. I'm Percy. Goodbye. Bye.